What's up, what's up, y'all? We're back. Happy Chuck and Hustle Tuesday. Welcome to the show. Today, we have a very special guest. Um, Federal DOT Inspector Eric Ball. Uh, man, this, this show has so much information. It's crazy. Um, Eric is going to break down... Um, you know, everything you need to know from the the DOT side, um, compliance, inspections, um, just letting you know everything that you need to know to keep yourself out of trouble and keep yourself safe out there on the road. Um, really dope conversation. Um, not only that, but later on in the show, Eric breaks down um, this concept that he has called truck estate. And y'all definitely want to wanna stay tuned to hear that. So, um, really dope show, y'all. So, stay tuned. Um, you know, as always, shout to the Hustle fam. What's up? What's up? How's everybody? Um, make sure that y'all, y'all following on the social media. Truck and Hustle everywhere. IG, Truck and Hustle. Twitter, Truck and Hustle Pod. Um, the Facebook group. Truck and Hustle official, um, and also the Patreon, patreon.com slash truck and hustle, support the show, um, there's a couple different tiers, um, I got a link on the website that'll bring you there, oh, also, we're, we're, we're working on the website, that's gonna be coming soon, um, look for it late December, early 2020, uh, man, I got so much planned for the site, so um, I'll keep y'all updated on that. I think that's about it, man. I think it's time to get into the show. So um, put your ears on. And if you smell something burning, it's only your desire. All right, let's go. What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley. And welcome to Truck and Hustle, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. If you want to learn about the trucking industry from the business side of things, you're in the right place. Every week, I interview the people who are making it happen on a daily basis. I get them to share their successes, their failures, and sometimes even their secrets. The goal is to show you how you too can create financial freedom in the booming trucking industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Out here on social media, you see so many people that they 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 not teaching how to keep that bag. They teach you how to go get that bag. They teach you how to go start the company. But they're not teaching you the laws and regulations. They can't teach you the laws and regulations. Why? Because they don't know anything about them. Turn my mic up. Take there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the road to the riches. Life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch who knows in your business. All right. Well, we're here with um, Mr. Eric Ball, um, Truck Estate on IG, right? Um, yes, Eric is a federal DOT inspector. Um, so a lot of times, you know, we talk about the good in the trucking industry um, and we don't touch on the bad and the ugly, right? And there's a lot of things um, that go on in this industry that, you know, can affect your business. Um, and I wanted to bring Eric on today to kind of get some insight, um, you know, from the DOT side, talk about some compliance things, um, on the show, we like to inspire and, and motivate people to, you know, get into business, but there's a lot of, a lot of, you know, parts to this business that, you know, you don't really learn about until you actually have to deal with it. Right. So, um, 
So Eric, um, you know, I, I guess let's get started talking about how you got into, um, into, into this industry, first of all, and how'd you get into working with DOT? Okay, um, I got into this industry because I had a little brother that drove trucks. He always had that entrepreneur uh, mindset, and so um, he wanted to, you know, saying stop working for a company and actually, you know, work for himself. And um, he was in it making it of actually doing that back in like 2015 to uh, Pops, who was actually going to be the one that, you know, um, front the money for him to actually start his own little trucking business. He ended up getting murdered. So oh, man. He, uh, wow. he ended up uh, coming to me, you know, saying and proposing, you know, saying that, you know, uh, an opportunity where I can, invest, you know, saying I invest in him, but, you know, let him run everything. And I can just kind of be like, you know, a little solid investor. Okay. So, um and the thing was, you know, he, he, he a good, you know, look, he, he a good youngin, and you know, and I and I just wanted him to basically, uh, you know, reach his dream, man, you know, because I know my old man was gonna do it for him. So, ended up uh, going out purchasing the equipment or whatnot, the truck, truck and trailer, and then uh, just took off from there. And, you know, he pretty much uh, hold down everything. You know, he's you know for a youngin, he's you know he's pretty uh, smart, very mature. And so that's how I ended up getting into the trucking thing, I mean, into the truck, uh, trucking game. But as uh, far as uh, DOT, I got into DOT uh, back in like 2012, 2013, around that time. I uh, got, got into it because I uh, used to uh, be a, like semi like a highway patrolman, but I used to be assigned to like just drug and addiction. So then we ended up uh, going from drug, drug and addiction over to the DOT side. Okay. Uh, and, you know, the federal government basically had a lot of money out there where they was bringing in, um, uh, you know, city uh, cops to actually, you know, enforce uh, DOT regulation. Okay. So, you know, the same training that I, I go to is the same training that you see state police go to. Okay. Go through. And so, um, you know, we all have that same certification, you know, the same federal certification. So, you know, even though they may, they employ by the state, and I'm employed by a municipality. We both, you know, saying uh, have that same DOT federal regular uh, inspection, you know, uh, ability. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, 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 how difficult is it to get into into that side of things as far as like DOT? Is it is it like an arduous process to to get over there? Or, oh man, it's a lot of it's a lot of learning, a lot okay. of learning, a lot of um, fast learning, learning at a fast pace, and um. And, and and also, you know, you, you know, going out there, you, you never stop learning in DOT. You just right. don't. You know, the average DOT inspector, it may take them about five years before they just feel real comfortable. I mean, every inspector that's out there, man, they'll tell you that they uh they phone. You know, we have this thing we call phone a friend. We 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 call each other up. We ask questions. You know, what I'm saying it's one of the things that I I need to one hundred percent know that whatever violation I'm putting down is a correct violation. So if I'm not 100, 100% correct, I'm going to phone a friend, you know what I'm saying? So we have, I mean, I got people, you know, I got Nebraska state police officers. I got officers in Florida, I mean, you know, troopers in Florida that I can call. I got troopers here, you know, I got, uh, you know, just different officers and inspectors that have been in the game for 20 plus years, you know what I'm saying, that I can call if I don't actually, you know, 100% know the answer. And with this industry, man, it changes so much. It's like it changes for y'all, it changes for us. So we have to stay on top of it. And so, you know, we're not going to remember everything. So we also always refer back to our books, our, you know, uh, educational material. We uh, also, um, you know, we read a lot of emails, read a lot of updates on CVSA website. 
a lot of uh, updates on FMCSA and stuff like that to stay up, stay up the part, man, with our knowledge. Okay. Okay. So, so, so when you guys are out there, um, because you know, DOT is pretty much a trucking company's worst nightmare, right? right. Nobody wants to get pulled over by DOT. Nobody wants to have to get an inspection. Um, what are the kind of things that, um, you guys are looking for when you, when you, when you're seeing, um, you know, just to, to kind of be preemptive because most of the people who are, you know, who follow this podcast, they, they own trucking companies or they have dreams of owning trucking companies. So what are some of the things that you guys are looking for out there um, that that trucking that carriers can do to kind of prevent themselves from having to to sit down with you guys? And, 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 and you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's honestly, man, uh, our number one focus and goal is, is safety. OK. You know what I'm saying? Safety. You know, we want to reduce accidents. We want to reduce fatalities. And that's our number one goal. You know, we're not doing that. We're not doing our job. I mean, we're not we we're not out there to you know saying mess over somebody's company. We're not out there to, uh, to to make people spend a lot of money on fines and stuff like that. We're not out there for that. We literally out there. We want to stop you and give you a clean inspection. Mm, okay. Because it look it, it look good towards your CVSA score. You know what I'm saying? And then too, it let us know that you're out here operating safely. Because you know what I'm saying uh, um, clean inspection mean that you know that mean that potentially the numbers of fatalities and accidents go down. Right. I mean that. They, you know, I mean, that truck is in good standard, that, that driver that's operating that truck is in good standard and they know what they're doing. So we, we don't look to harp and be trying to put somebody out of service. We look to actually give out, you know what I'm saying, uh, clean inspections. Okay. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I think that could possibly be the perception out there a lot of times is like, you know, you guys are out there to, you know, kind of make things difficult. You know what I mean? And, right, and, right. And, and, and that's good that you're saying that because like you said, the overall goal, goal is safety right 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 so right. so what are the what are some of the common things that you see when when you um when you when you pull carriers over what are some of the common things that you see that carriers doing that'll get them get them in hot water um one of the common things that i you know come across um i mean something as simple as keeping your equipment you know saying clean you know i mean it's like it's like a cycle it's like a domino effect you know you got dirty equipment you know, you got you, you driving with you got a you got an all black truck tractor, then all of a sudden you got a white door. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> you know, or you got a red bumper. You know, so it's like there's little stuff like that. You know, saying or you know you look up license plate missing from you know off your tractor, and so you know it's, it's like a domino effect. Then I come up to your I come up to your door. You know, you, your, your grooming ain't even up the part. You know, uh, it look like, you know, you ain't clean in your truck with like hoarders, like you ain't cleaned it out in years, mm. you know, and when it comes time for you to actually give me your paperwork, it takes you 15, 20 to 30 minutes to find your paperwork. Mm. You know, that's stuff that, you know, you should automatically know where it's at. And it's like you taking pride of being a entrepreneur, being a business owner, you know what I'm saying? And my thing is, if you ain't taking pride of just maintaining your, your hygiene, or taking pride of keeping your inside of your truck decent. We ain't say that to be completely clean, right. but you know, decent. Right. And your paperwork, we damn sure know you ain't taking pride of the operational part of the truck. Mm. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah. Um, so let, let's let's talk a little bit about um the different types of inspections that you guys do. Um, you know, so so because you know, for people who are newer to the industry, you know, you have your level one inspection, level two inspection. Could you kind of explain like how how that how that process works when you guys do an inspection? Yes, the level three inspection is a simple 
as me checking your paperwork, making sure that your, uh, your 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 annual inspections on your truck and trailer both is current, making sure that your registration for both truck and trailer is current. Uh, we also checking your EOD, or you know if you operate an A, B, or R, D, or paper logs, we checking that. And um, uh, while we checking it, it's a series of stuff we checking for within that list. I mean, we checking to make sure that uh, with your EOD that you have stuff like your truck and trailer, truck number, you know what I'm saying, uh, enter uh, your to and from location, uh, that you, like, if you handwritten your logs, we want, every time you stop, we, you know, we want to make sure that you have your locations written down. Um, we also, you know, if you have a bill of lading, typically you can enter that number on your EOD or your ABRD one. We're looking to make sure that, you know, you have that number entered. Um, we want to, we, we're looking to make sure that uh, with your EODs and your ABRDs that, is hooked up to the engine. It's, ca it's capturing your locations. It's capturing your miles. Um, you know, with, with the paper log, you know, we just mainly paper log. We just mainly looking that every time you stop, you you inputting your location. Okay. You inputting the, your 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 to and from lo location. To and from location is typically where you pick that load up and where it got to be delivered to. Uh, you know, that should be on your. And then you making sure that you actually sign those documents. You know, after you complete that day. Uh, and make sure that you add up each one of your times, you know what I'm saying, and your total time slot on your paper logs. But as far as the ELDs, ABRDs, um, we making sure that you got all that stuff and that your GPS signals and all that is working correctly, that your stuff is connected to your engine, you know, and, and we can see all that. Um, we, we, we Also, we want to know that you know how to work your device. Mm. It's very important that you know how to work that EOD. It's very important that you have the manual inside your truck, that you have the uh, instruction sheet to show an, a DOT officer how to actually operate that, that electronic logging device. We want to know that you know how to send those logs to, uh, uh, to the FMCSA portal, where then we get back into our unit and we can actually pull it up through FMCSA. We want to know that you know how to email that stuff to us. So if you do not know how to actually work it, and send us the information. You don't know how to work your log, period. That is a violation. Mm, okay. Yeah. And okay. also, you know, you know, not having certain stuff inputted in, you know, like um, to and from locations, uh, signing your, you know, your EODs and or um, your bill of lading numbers, your truck and trader numbers, and those stuff are, you know, required information that have to be inputted. You can, you can get violations for all those. Got you. And, and you and also, Go ahead, also, go ahead. you got to make sure that that stuff is mounted. You know, if you got to say you got if you got a cell phone app you're using, your cell phone in your pocket, cell phone thrown in your cup holder, that's not a, that's not mounted. Your cell phone is not considered EOD when we walk up there, so it needs to be treated like EOD. Got you, got you, got yeah. you. Um, during this transition of um, you know everybody moving to the ELD systems, um, what 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 have you recognized? I mean, it does have 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 truckers you know are, are they on board are they doing it right is it like a lot of opportunity there like what what, what have you seen um out there on the road what i've been noticing out there a lot on the road that truckers do not know how to work the device okay they don't they don't know how to work it is you know it's, there's a lot of different devices that you know i didn't experience with because i didn't stop so many trucks and then you know i learned how to actually navigate through them but it's not my responsibility it's your responsibility Gotcha. Typically, I would navigate through it so I can, you know, send the information that I need to my system. You know, saying just in case if I decide that I'm gonna go to court down the line because I, I wrote, you know, I written a ticket. But it, you know, I, I'm noticing a lot of them do not know how to work the device. A lot of them do not have 
the manual and or the instruction sheets to show you how to work the device inside the cab. Got you. Got you. And since we're talking about the ELDs, the electronic login devices, can you kind of explain um, that mandate um, that can you explain the mandate for people who may not be aware of it? Okay, starting uh, actually December 17th, 16th of uh, 2015, maybe 2019, I'm tripping. Um, <laughs> um, everything is going to ELDs, no more ABRDs. No more. The ABRDs, in my opinion, was like a, a paper, it was like an electronic paper log. Right, right, <laughs> In right, my right. opinion, you know what right. I'm saying? Uh, also, too, uh, with those ELDs, when it switch over, right, when you convert over, you're going to have to know how to work it. Every time you make a manual input, every time, you know what I'm saying, you miss inputting something, we we have a system we can go in and we can view all that. Mm. If we can also view when your truck is moving, but uh, um, when your truck is moving, but you hadn't logged anything. Okay. So, you know, what happened is you will have what they call unidentified driving time. There you go. So now out of this come in, you got to, you got to explain why you got so many hours of unidentified driving time. Right. Because you haven't logged nothing. Right. Even if you just, you know what I'm saying, even if you was operating, just say, you know, within your uh, your business, you know, uh, uh, lot, you know, you just moving trucks from here and there on your lot, you know, you got to put, you, you got to log that, hey, I was, you know what I'm saying, working on a lot moving trucks. And that's the reason why this truck has so many, so many unidentified logging time. It was during those, you know, during those hours I was moving it on the lot. Mm. Or my business, yeah. So um, it's important, man. Me, me, me personally, I would tell people, man, to treat it and try to be as transparent as possible. So as much information you input is showing that you're trying to be transparent about what you're doing. So it's like if you used to go tell a story, right? And the story is consists of A, B, C, and D. You're not gonna talk about A, B, and then D. You're gonna have to talk about A, B, C, and D. Right. So while you're out there, be transparent as possible. The more transparent you are, the more evidence you have to back up and support, you know, you know, uh, support you while you're out there driving, the better to look uh, for you when you get stopped by DOT and the better to look for you on the back end when the auditors come in. Got you. Got you. And, and how do these violations um, impact your company? Oh, man, impact your company uh, a lot, man. Your CVSA score go down. And then it, it impact your pockets. You know, now you have, you know, big company like C.H. Uh, Robinson. Uh, um, you know, you got you have the big broker companies out there that won't even want to deal with you because your CVSA score, you know what I'm saying, is, is low. Like, for instance, I got a, a buddy that whose CVSA score was low, right? He, he potentially just missed out, you know, 40 bands in six weeks mm. because of his score. Mm. Couldn't he, his score wasn't high enough for him to get this contract. Right. So you want to miss you want to miss out forty bands in six weeks <laughs> over the holiday season, right? Because you out there, you know, what I'm saying not taking care of your equipment. Like a lot of people out here, man, they they promoting, they preaching, and they showing, hey, man, it's money it can be made in trucking, right? See the difference between me and those people. I'm showing that hey, it's money can be made in trucking, right? But it's also a lot of money you spend if you don't take care of A, B, C, and D. Right. Yeah, because not only if you, I mean, not only are you gonna get hit by us. You know, you know, you're gonna potentially lose that the ability to get that contract when they come around to you like a good friend mm. of mine. And right. then he got to lease on to a company, leasing on, you know, he person charges him twenty percent a week. Right. When that twenty percent could have been all his money. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No so, doubt. What 
what what about what about fines and penalties? Um, what what are some of the different fines and penalties you can get? Um, you know, for falsifying your logs, you know, other than just impacting your CSA score. So I just want to paint the picture to to everybody how important this stuff really is, because I don't okay. think they take it seriously. Some people don't take it seriously enough. So I just want to let them get an understanding one, of that. One of the big things that I noticed out there, uh, far as with EODs, are people felt they felt to have seven days of logs. Okay. I don't care if you was working for five days on your yard. You need to show, hey, I was at the yard. I have some type of, you know, uh, time clock paperwork showing that, hey, you know, Monday, Monday through Friday of last week, right? Uh, of this week, I was at the, the, the office. I was working eight to five on the yard. Saturday, I decided to take this load from here to from Dallas to San Antonio. So now you get stopped. And when you get stopped, all you have is that, you know, when you get stopped on that Saturday, all you have is that one day of all. Mm. So now, you know, you require to have seven days, previous seven days. So even if you, even if you was on a, even if you was working, you know, saying in the office, just show, you know, saying the previous, you know, saying six days of, you know, hey, I was off on Sunday, Monday through Friday, I was working in the office. Okay. From eight, from eight to five, even if you have some type of like a time clock, you know, sign in paper, you know, look, 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 um, like a little sheet of paper showing what time you, you know, you, you know, you, you, it's like a time, a time card, time is what card. I'm trying to say. Okay. Yeah, like a time card you may carry inside the truck, you know, saying, and any, and any evidence that you can prove that, hey, I was at the office. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because everything about it, man, more evidence you have, you know, saying that supports your argument. Because mm. the thing is, we don't know, you know, you can sit here and tell us that, hey, I've been off for, you know, seven days. How do I know? Right. Yeah, but if you can show, you know, hey, I've been off for seven days, I've been at home, I've been here on vacation, I've been there, I've been there, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it could be something as simple as uh, you say I've been on vacation for the last five days, and then you can show, hey, man, here go my, my, my flight information right here to show that, hey, I was in Florida with my family. Right. You know, even though you don't have your time clock, you know, your 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 time card. Right. And, you know, I mean, in doing that, you really don't have to do it, but again, being transparent to the best of your abilities and showing evidence, all you do is basically have an inspector saying, man, this dude ain't BSing me. Gotcha. You know, he handling his business, you know what I'm saying? And then they ease up. They see that you were being responsible. They see that you're being transparent. Right, right. Yeah. Got you. All right, so can you get into some of the other um, uh, inspections, the other types you okay. said? Okay. Okay, so the level three is mainly just us checking paperwork. We checking your CDL, make sure that's valid. The level two is basically we do a complete walk around. We, we, we also, we continue to do the level three on the level two, checking your paperwork, checking your ELD, checking your driver license. And then from there, we get inside the truck. Inside the truck, you know, typically we want to make sure that your steering wheel, your steering, your steering wheel is uh, operating correctly, you know. We want to make sure that your, your seat and all that stuff is intact and ain't, you know, and ain't, and ain't broken and leaning and all that, you know, your seatbelt working correctly. Uh, um, your window not cracked and, you know, you know, the, the crack intersecting and all that. Uh, we want to make sure you ain't got a bunch of dirt and bumper stickers and stuff on your windows where it enhances your view. Uh, we want to, we want to know that both, you know, both cab doors open and closed. You know, those are, those are the your exits. Make sure that there's no type of, uh, 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 fumes or anything coming from your exhaust system up into your cab. Cause that can potentially harm you, you know what I'm saying, and, and kill you. Right. So, uh, yeah, we, I mean, we're looking at all that. We want to make sure that you don't have no type of debris or anything that, uh, that, that, that when you punch down on your brake or your pedal or your, uh, your gas, uh, that, you know, it's, it's, it's hindering you from doing that. 
make sure that your fire extinguisher is mounted somewhere. You can't just have it thrown. You got to be mounted. Mm. Um, you know, your, your, your triangles, we want to make sure that you got three working triangles or you have some type of flares or you have a cones with the reflective tape, you know what I'm saying, uh, at the top of it. You know, some people have cones. They don't have the reflective tape. You have to have reflective tape. Cones have to be so so high off the ground and stuff like that. Right. And then after that, uh, you know, we, we want to make sure that your uh, your air warning light system is working correctly. We'll make sure that we don't have no type of, you know what I'm saying, uh, excessive air air leak. So while we're inside, we're looking at your air warning light. You want know, to make sure that's working correctly. When you hold down on that brake, you want to make sure that your, 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 your warning air at hand ain't just dropping fast, completely fast, which means now, you know, you got some type of excessive air, uh, air loss going. That can put you out of service. If your lamp don't buzz and or you know display, that can put you out of service. Your air mm -hmm. warning lamp. Um, also on the inside, you know, we're looking to uh, make sure that your uh, that your defrost work. You know, when a time you're gonna need that. If defrost ain't working, that that's a potential violation. Uh, uh, and then when you're going, um, then we come to the outside of the truck. You know, we check it for your windshield wipers, windshield washing fluid. Uh, we checking for your, you know, your left and right uh, signal, your high beam, your four-way flashers. Uh, we checking to make sure that uh, your bumper is intact, you know, uh, that your door open and closed, you know, your both passenger side driver door open and closed. We making sure that your DOT numbers and business name and everything is properly uh, mounted and in, in, in placed in, uh, um, on both sides of the truck, both the passenger side, left side. You know, your, your MC number, US DOT number. Uh, US DOT number is the one that's really required, not really to see your business name also, you know, um, have to be required, you know, like for instance, you have some people that may run a load under somebody else's business. You can't have right. your business on the side of the truck. If that uh, bill of lading shows somebody else's business, somebody else's DOT, right. that's what you need to operate with. If you have to go get a cardboard box and, and write with Sharpie marker and tape it to the side of your truck and cover up your numbers, make sure you do that. Mm. You know, have to be on both sides. Gotcha. Um, That's important. Then you, yeah. Then you also, you know, we walk in, you know, um, we have you turn your wheel left and right. We want to make sure that your, you know, your tire rod and all that stuff is in place. Your pivot arm and stuff is not moving and all that stuff is in place. Make sure that your air hoses to your brake trainers is intact. Make sure that your caterpillar, your castle nut and all that stuff is intact and in place. Make sure that your push rod, when you hold down on brake, that your, uh, your push rod uh, measure. Is, is, is not out of service. You know, that's that's one of the things, you know, your push rod, your brake measurements is, is a big thing on what trucks get pushed out of, put out of service, especially during brake uh, safety check week. You know, it's, 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 it's you having uh, defective brakes because of your push rod measurements. Okay. So, you know, we, you know, typically, you know, a lot of us uh, on a level two, you know, we, we will have them uh, push and hold a brake so we can see that measurement on the, on the actual ones, you know, instead of left and right side. And then, uh, we, you know, we continue walking down the truck was, you know, so we making sure that, um, your field cap is there. Uh, we also making sure that, um, that, that on the, on the back of your truck that you have your, your, your corner reflectors, you know, you have the reflector, uh, ver the vertical and horizontal reflectors okay. on the back of your truck. We making sure that your exhaust system don't have no hold in it. Your exhaust system not touching your 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 gas uh your gas tank make sure your gas tank ain't leaking fuel anything like that we also make sure that your glad hands are properly uh placed 
your rubber seal is, uh, is, 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 is in good standard. You're making sure that you have enough slack in your, uh, in, in your mercy glad hand and your service glad hand and making sure that your neck, your electricity lines and stuff, you know what I'm saying, don't have any type of chafing. And, and also your, your glad hand, your glad hands don't have any type of hold chafing and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, we continue to walk down. We're looking at your tires and stuff. Make sure your wheel fasteners is there. We want to also make sure that you have the proper rubbers. You know, you ain't less than two uh, 30 seconds of uh, of rubber, you know. Missing. Tread depth, yeah. Yeah, tread depth. And also on the front axle, we make sure that you ain't, you ain't less than four 30 seconds. And you can't, you know, have mix, you can't have mix, mix, mat, brake chambers neither on the front axle. Uh, that can put you out of service. Um, uh, also uh, on the hub front Hub seal axle, leaks and stuff like that too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hub seal, yeah, yep, yep. The uh, hub seal leaks really don't put you out of service unless it's actually dripping onto the actual okay. brake pads. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You can have a leak. Um, but you just, uh, you know, it's not a really a violation unless it's kind of dripping down. Okay. You know, just ha- the actual stain portion of it showing is not really a violation. You know, oh. uh, but if it's le- but if it's leaking and it's leaking onto your brake pads and all that, that's out of service violation, contamination brake pads. Got you. Yeah. So you continue. You know, you walk down the side of the truck. Now, you know, you're checking that, that trailer, you're making sure that the cross members and stuff is intact, making sure that you, you, the fifth wheel is intact, that that release uh, handle is actually locked and that you don't see no daylight when you look, you know what I'm saying, from the fifth wheel and the actual trailer sitting on top of that fifth wheel. Right, it's locked you know, in. It's, yep. Yeah, it's locked in, no daylight shown. Okay. Um, yeah, you want to make sure that there's no cracks in your frame or well marks. Uh, everything that you learn when you get in your CDL, you know what I'm saying, when you have to go out there, you have to point out different parts of the truck we check it for all that we check it for no no bent rim you know uh missing you know saying uh wheel fasteners uh we're gonna check you know saying your your left and right turn signals on on the back of your trailer uh even though if you i mean on the back of your truck even though you got a trailer hooked onto that um it's still a violation if your left and right turn signals don't work on your tractor right and also your brake lamps don't work on your track it's violation it won't put you out of service because what half the work is your most outer, and that's your trailer that's actually, you know, saying been hauled on that on on that track. Got gotcha. you. So, is but, it, is that the same for mud flaps as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bob, uh, I mean, actually, truck track is not required to have mud flaps. Okay. Only okay. ones required to have mud flaps is uh, if you're pulling a, a semi trailer. Okay. It's required to have mud flaps. Mud flaps can't be no more than eight inches off the ground in height. Okay. So you want to make sure that you know with those mud flaps also. When we checking that trailer, we looking up at the top, you know, front, left, front, and right. We looking at your clearance lamps. Want to make sure that your lamps and stuff is working, you know, that it's amber in color. Mm. Uh, um, the, uh, we uh, we also want to make sure that your DOT reflector tape on the side of your trailer is actually there. Want to make sure your cross member and stuff is not a uh, broken, you know, saying uh, cracked or broken, you know, bent stuff like that. Um, we want to make sure that your floor is intact. Because we don't need nothing, you know, coming down out of the floor. We want to make sure that your actual sow walls, you know, sand is intact, and that your front of your trailer is intact. Mm. Um, because we don't need the stuff, you know, busting out. Um, and we continue to walk down, you know, sand the truck. Uh, you know, now, now we, you know, what what we do for the actual two and three when we check in the wheel, you know, wheel fashions, the wheels and all that in the rim, we do on actual four and five on the truck. Okay. In addition to that, we check in. Um, you know, we checking the frame, we checking uh, uh, the pitman arm, uh, we checking the suspension, uh, uh, not the pitman arm, but the suspension. Uh, 
We also we check the hose shakings and stuff like that on your brake chamber, your air hoses and all that just connect to your air tanks. We check in your locking pins. Mm. That's that's big. You're like you know what I'm saying you have more if you get typically most trainers have four locking pins. Right. Any fifty uh, percent is put you out of service. So if you got two locking pins that's disengaged, that's out of service. Got you. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. What about yeah, low hang, low hanging wires, low low hanging um airline stuff like that? You guys look nah, at that? No, no, no. We just looking for hole shaping that okay. don't have anything to do with it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get no violation for that. Okay. Yeah, we may tell you, hey man, you may want to do something with that because of you know it could potentially pull that line, and now you may right. have some type of you know what I'm saying uh break break issue. Right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, then we move on. You know, down the side, we making sure that your ID lamps and stuff is intact we're making sure that also that your uh that your uh, abs lamp on your trailer is working also too on the inside of your truck i forgot to mention when we're doing a level two when we're looking at the inside we how you turn your truck off then we have to turn your key in the on position when you turn your key in the on position you know how all your lamps and stuff cycle on and then cut off mm-hmm. we make sure that the abs lamp light up and cut off okay ABS, abs lamp light up and stay on that means you have some type of abs issue that's a violation Okay. And so, uh, and then when we check your actually ABS lamp right on your trailer, typically we'll have you have your key in the off position. We have you turn in the on position. You turn in the on position, that trailer lamp should cycle on and go off. Mm, Indicating okay. that your ABS lamp is working correctly. Making sure that the lamp is at actually its proper color. Sometimes okay. people have a red ABS lamp that's not the proper color, it's amber. Right. You know, the orange looking. Right. Get on the back, checking your, you know, we, you know, we get on the back, we make sure that your, uh, your rear guard is. It's not cracked, damaged, or missing, or anything like that. Rear guard on the, on the back of your trailer. Uh, we check and make sure that the DOT reflecting tape is um, is on the rear guard, you know, from all the way from the left to the right side. That's important because the reflective tape actually shows people that their rear guard is there, you know. Uh, also, um, you know, we're looking for your, your, your upper reflectors. You know, that's that on the back of your trailer door that's up in the corner, the vertical strip of tape and a, and a uh, horizontal strip of tape. Okay. And like an upside down L. We, you know, we check it for that. Make sure that it's proper length and that it's actually displaying. Uh, we make sure your license plate lamp work on both your truck and trailer. We make sure your reverse lamp work on your tractor. So we have, you put the reverse, you know, put your tractor in reverse, make sure that lamp work. Uh, we make sure that you have clean license plates on front, on, on both your truck and your tractor. Uh, um, from there, we making sure you know we can. Sometimes we can look and we can check your uh, the thickness the thickness of your brake pads. We'll make sure your brake pads is thick. You know, is 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 at its proper uh, thickness of level level uh, thickness. Also, uh, we'll have you breaking hole. When we have you breaking hole, you can actually see. Typically, we can slide like before we have you break, we can slide a piece of paper right. Okay. In between that brake shoe and that brake and that brake pad. So when you breaking hole. That paper, we try to pull it out, it's stuck, it won't pull out. But when right. we release it, we can pull it out. Typically, if we put that paper in, we tell you break a hole, we can pull that paper right out. That means you have defective brakes. Because that brake pad it ain't is not clamping down enough to right. give you, you know, send to help your truck stop. Okay. So uh yeah, so you know, we check it for that. We check to make sure that you don't have no crank chambers, anything like that. Uh, um uh we check it to make sure that your that your uh no air leaks. You know, you can't have no air leaks nowhere around. You know, uh, you know, your tractor protection valves and all that. Make sure that that stuff is not leaking any air or anything like that. Um, make sure no hoses is crimped. 
Y'all ain't got no holes crimped up because they can they they can stop the uh the the floor of the air, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and the whole air system to the brake mechanism when you have a crimp hose like somebody squeezing it tight together, you know. Right. Um, because it won't the air won't flow through correctly. Um that's pretty much, you know, uh the logistics of the level two. The only thing to what a level one, a level one is consistent of the level two and a level three. The only thing with the level one, we are now taking your brake measurements. Mm, okay. So with your brake measurements, that's when we actually chalking your brake, telling you push and hold, we're taking the measurements. That's what usually when people get put out of service. Absolutely. Because the average person, right, they come out and they actually check. They do a, you know, you do a pre-trip and post-trip on your truck, right? You ain't checking your brake measurements. Right. So, you know, I, I suggest somebody check their brake measurements, in my opinion. Uh, depending on how much driving you're doing, probably at least once a month. Okay, okay. Especially, I'm talking about once a month from the day that you actually put new every, new stuff on it. If you bought a used trailer, used truck, you want to check it right then and there that same day, making sure that your push rods and stuff is not out of, the, not out of adjustment. And then from there, right, once you adjust it, I would probably say check it every two weeks. Every two weeks, go out there, spend about an hour on your truck, run through, check your brakes. A lot of people don't know how to check their brakes. That's where okay. I come in. Okay. I show you how to check your brakes the proper way. You know, um, because, um, again, our number one priority is safety. Safety, reducing fatality accidents, reducing accidents. And, you know, one of the things with, uh, with trucking, the braking system. You know, trucks don't stop like cars. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you empty... It's hard, you know, it's easier for you to uh, jackknife, mm. you know. And then if you load it, typically you slam on brake, all that force pushes the load, you know what I'm saying, forward. And then now it pushes that, tra- that tractor forward. And and now it's taking you forever to actually stop. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so the braking system is one of the things that, again, a lot of people don't know how to check. A lot of people don't check regularly because they don't know how. And then, too, Typically, you need two people. You need somebody to be in that tractor to break a hole. You know what I'm saying? While you're underneath there, you're getting the measurements of your brakes. And a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people don't know that. You know, they say, man, I did, you know, I did a pre-trip. I did a post-trip. I checked my lights to make sure every, all that's working. Yeah, you did all that. But now, in order for you to actually check that brakes, you need two people. You need somebody to be up in that cab. Mm. You know, you know, break, you know what I'm saying? Pushing down that brake. So before you push down that brake, you measure it. The actual, you, know, you chalk the actual uh, push rod. So where the push rod comes out from the actual chamber, right? It's like a little metal piece, right? And you kind of chalk that metal piece, right? In between, the metal piece is typically in, be- in between a push rod, slack adjuster, and the actual chamber, right? So you want to chalk close to that metal piece that's close to the chamber, right? On the outside part of the metal piece. Chalk right there, you, you break and hold, you break and hold, then you take the measurements using a ruler. Yeah, and so once you push, push down on the brake, that line that you chalk gonna, 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 gonna come out away from that metal piece. Okay. So you take your ruler, you put the zero hash on the metal, and then you take that measurement. And that measurement may be a, a you know inch and a half, inch and three fourths, stuff like that. Typically, once you see the number two, you may, you want to do some type of adjustment because now you plan with you know saying you plan with fire, depending on your your your, your chamber size, and uh, depending on your chamber chamber size and determine like 
how much uh, uh, slack that you get, you know, far as uh, um, measuring that push rod. Because every chamber, you know, saying uh, have a different violation and have a different measurement that we go off of. So mm. depending on the chamber size, determine how far that push rod, you know, saying uh, can go. Like a regular, just say a regular type 24 brake, you know, saying it may be two and a fourth, you know, saying whereas now that's considered out of service. A 30 long brake chamber, it may be two and, you know, saying two and a half before that break is considered out of, out of service. Okay. So that, 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 because that, that 30 long, that chamber is a lot bigger than that 24 regular. So, okay. you know, so it, it's just giving it more power to actually, you know, stop, stop that, 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 that track and that truck. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, let, let, let's talk about accidents. Um, what are some of the things that you've seen um, out there on the field um, just, just in regards to accidents that kind of stands out to you that um, we can kind of share with the audience because, um, you know, in this trucking game, it's, it's very, it's a very dangerous job, you know, for truck drivers. Um, and just, just talk to me a, bit, a little bit about your experience with accidents, being on the scene of some accidents. Just give us a little bit of that information. Uh, one thing I noticed, man, it's like, uh, like, like any other thing, it's one of the things when you've been doing it for so long, you forget about the fundamentals. You become real complacent. You become, you know what I'm saying, uh, um, you, come, you become un- unaware, you know. It's kind of like uh, you become lax as a driver. Okay. So, you know, you got to remember, you got to stay with the basic because like, like in law enforcement, right, you know, it's like, you know, you've been out there for 15, 16 years, then all of a sudden, you know, that one incident can almost cause you your life. And because you've been out there 15, 16 years, you may not ever have, you know, you may not never have to pull your gun in the sense of you feel like your life is on the line. Right. All of a sudden that day come and now you may have to do that. And now you then put yourself in an unfamiliar uh, uh, situation because that's not what you're so used to because 16, 15, 16 years, you didn't have to do it. Right. So you became comfortable and complacent. Right. And you forgot about the, you know, saying the, 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 the importance, the basics. Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, and, and, and they go hand in hand. You know, in law enforcement, you forget about the bases, you can get yourself killed. In trucking, you forget about the bases, you can get yourself killed and or you can kill somebody else. Mm. And so it's just always remembering the basics. It's also, too, man, take time off. Take time off. You know, the money going to be there. You know, my, my whole thing is if you go out and you make 250000 300000 and then you get into this accident, we, all, we already know most trucking accidents at least have a million to a million dollar payout. Right, right. So guess what? Nine times out of ten, they're going to try to sue you civilly on top of that. And, you know, saying get the money from your accident. Right. You know, right. from your insurance company. Yeah. So a lot, of people don't, a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people don't even understand, like, when you actually go to court, that it's hard for you to lie. You know, you got that, um, you got what we call that black box that's inside your truck. You get an accident, that black box tells us everything. Mm. You know, they're not to mention it. Forbid if you get, you know, you get into, uh, you know, you, you didn't, uh, you try to get over on, on when it comes to the calculation of your ELDs. Because what people don't understand, uh, an attorney, right, that if you was involved in a fatality, a civil attorney, you know, that's representing, you know, that family and trucking, right, he gonna, he gonna subpoena to your phone company records of your phone. That phone not gonna lie, that phone is a GPS. Mm. So that phone gonna basically ping everything, every location, as long as as that EOD. So basically, if your phone records 
ain't even adding up to your EOD records because it's showing that you done done something or you done went in and you done changed up stuff. Guess right. what? The phone record gonna be accurate because we're gonna simply say, hey, did you have your phone with you the whole time on that trip? Yes. Go right into your settings. If you don't allow us on a warrant, if you if you allow us on a warrant, we can go right into your settings through your maps and we can see exactly where you was every day. Right, right. Because, right. It, because your phone is a GPS signal. GPS towers is everywhere. Mm. It's pinging everything. Or they're gonna go subpoena records. So you can allow all you want up front, but on the back end, you know, a good attorney, they're gonna turn around and they're gonna do that. You know, you can show, hey, you know, you can show that, hey, I, you know, I got gas. You can say I got gas at this location, right? Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, you know, you look at your phone records, the phone, it don't even show that you was at that location. <laughs> that right. attorney, you know, that attorney, you know, gonna be like, what time you think you was there? That attorney would literally take a trip to that city, that state, that gas station and have them pull video surveillance of showing that you never even came to that, that store in a court settings to sh- prove their case because they want that million dollar lawsuit. Mm. Mm. They get that depth. So my thing is, you can go you can go secure the bag, but how can you keep the bag? And that's where I, that's where I come in. I gotcha. come in, I, I, you know, I educate you, I teach you how to keep that bag. No doubt. No, no doubt. Yeah, and it's like, you know, out here on social media, you see so many people that they 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 not teaching how to keep that bag. They teach you how to go get that bag. They teach you how to go start the company. But they're not teaching you the laws and regulations. They can't teach you the laws and regulations. Why? Because they don't know anything about them. Right. Most of the information that a lot of people charging, you know what I'm saying, you know, sh- uh, excuse my French, a shitload of money, all it is is trial and error. It's like the Bible. You learn it from what a character has done. But now mm. they charge you two thousand dollars. God ain't charging you for his mistakes that he's teaching you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I got you. But, I got but you. But you turn around, you got somebody else. They'll charge you for you know two, and they'll charge you, you know, what I'm saying thousand dollars for really free information. It's just you lazy. Mm. You won't go out there and Google it. You, I mean, a lot of the stuff you can go to FMCSA, CVSA. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or you can go to YouTube and learn. Right. You know, so yeah, and 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 and. People ain't taking time out. You know, you can learn how to start a company. You learn how to go get a U.S. You can go Google how to, how to get a U.S. DOT number. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? You can, you know, you, you can Google what, I mean, you can go to FMCSA, what ELDs systems that I can use when I operate. They're going to give you a whole list of them. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? You know, all that, you know, you can go, what is the requirement? You can go Google what is the requirement, right, of um, how to uh, get a, um, uh, what's that called? The alcohol custodium, you know, program. You can Google right. that stuff. The drug consortium and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you can Google mm-hmm. that, but you mm-hmm. can't Google what I give you. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you just can't. You know what right. I'm saying? Right, it, right, it, right. You have to go to school for it. Right, right. Yeah, you got to go sit in the classroom. You got to learn this information. You can't gotcha. just go Google my stuff. You gotcha, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, and so that's why I come in. And it's like, honestly, the stuff that I provide is priceless. Because you may get a thousand dollar ticket by a DOT officer, right? Mm-hmm. And then on the back end, you got the auditors come in, and most of their tickets starting at ten at ten G's. So guess what? You got a thousand from me, and it, it's good that you got a thousand from me because now while I'm out there, if I stop you, I'm teaching you. Right. Hey man, there's this and that because a lot of people they jump out there, they hear their friends say, "Hey man, I'm making thirty thousand dollars a month in trucking." I had a, a guy one day, you know, he told me he'd make $30,000 a month in truck. And I said, stop lying. <laughs> and he said, 
bro, I ain't lying. I said, okay, give me your breakdown. Right. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> right, right, right. I said, come on, man. I said, stop selling that. So that's where the name Truck Estate came in place. Okay. I was, I was about yeah. to actually get it, get into Truck Estate. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, talk about the concept of Truck Estate. Yeah, Truck Estate came in concept was because I, I did a dab in real estate. I, and then, you know, doing a dab in trucking. So I started looking at trucking like real estate. The thing with real estate is this. Real estate, you buy a property, right? And just say, for instance, you want to buy a property and you, 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 want to rent, you want to rent it out. If you go and you go buy a property for the cost of a used truck and trailer, just say give or take, you go get your decent truck for, I'm going to say 50000 and trailer for 20000 That's $70,000 that you're in the hole, right? Right. You go get a, 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 a property for 70000 everybody on there is going to be in the hood. It's going to be in the hood, mm. which means that only thing you're going to probably secure monthly is give or take. I'm going to say $1,000. And that's me me really pushing it. Okay. I'm going to give you $1,000 you're going to secure monthly, okay. right? On okay. That. Right. And then at the end of the year, that's 12, 12 Gs. And we're just going to use all, you know, estimated numbers. Right. And, and then on top of that, right, you got, you got property taxes you're going to have to pay. So it's property taxes, two Gs. I'm, I'm just going to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Now you're down to 10000 Then on Then forbid, right? You know, saying a person don't be calling every other month saying something going wrong. So now I'm gonna put up. I'm gonna say you got three thousand right that you're gonna have to spend throughout the year on different maintenance issues. So now you're down to seven thousand. Right. On that one rent house, you know. And so when I'm looking at truck, and I'm like, okay, you can go out, you can spend seventy thousand on that truck, right? And on the minimum, if you're a lazy driver, you can bring in. A gross of three thousand and still walk away with about fifteen hundred in your pocket, mm. and that's you being that's that's you being lazy. You got a lazy driving your owner that truck. Right. I mean, give or take, you know, what I'm saying just say give or take, owner that truck, and you're not driving. You're owner of the truck, and you got somebody driving for you. You should be able to walk away if you're smart with money, after fuel, and you only made three G's in one week. And that's everybody. You know that's slow. You know, right. Rebel, that, that's that's slow. Right. You made three G's in that one week. At the fuel and all that, you may, you know, you walk away, you say fuel six hundred, you down twenty four hundred dollars, right? You want to probably put another if you got good sense, you want to put it, you want to put about another five, you know, saying to the side for maintenance and stuff like that in, uh, in the future. So right. now you're down to nineteen hundred. Now you got to pay your driver. You want to, you, you want to pay a good driver. You want to keep him around. You want to probably pay him twelve hundred dollars minimum. Okay. In one week, you look down, right? So that nineteen hundred, then down there went down what? Seven hundred. Seven hundred dollars. Right. So you walking away with seven hundred dollars. So now you look up, right? You walking away with seven hundred dollars every week. That's twenty eight hundred dollars, right? Versus, you know, saying off a seventy thousand dollar investment, right? That truck. Right. Now you got this rent property. You only made seven hundred dollars in one month, right? <laughs> so that's what I was looking like. But the the good thing about the property is this: property gain equity in the long run. Mm, okay. So, but truck it depreciate in the long run, mm. but you make your money. On the front end, probably right. you make your money on the, on the back, back end. end. Right. So right. it's one of them things is, do you want this money on the front end or do you want this money on the back end? Mm. So that's when I start looking at trucks and real estate. And I'm like, man, this stuff is really hand in hand. And I came up with truck estate. Mm. And, you know, it's like one of them things that I tell a person, you know, if, you, if you're if you an owner, you ain't driving a truck, right? Realistically, right? I think $2,500 a month profit, that's pretty good. You ain't did nothing. 
That's, that's pretty, very good. That's pretty good. That's, that's very damn good. good. Yeah, for sure. You ain't for sure. That. You know, yeah. off one truck. Yeah. You know, saying off one truck, and 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 you still eating because you putting money in the bank and your savings for maintenance and stuff like that. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And you and then you got to drive and take care of him, and you ain't done nothing. So twenty five hundred dollars. I tell the person that you know they're coming to me and they brand new. Oh man, you make a no, bro. Listen, as an owner, you ain't driving. Twenty five hundred dollars. Just think of you only gonna make twenty five hundred dollars at a month. At the end of the year, you're gonna probably walk away with about thirty bands mm. off one truck. Right. And that's good. That 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 is good money because you seventy thousand dollars in a hole. Most investments it take about what three to five years before you start seeing a return. Right. Right. So you look up, boom. If you can do twenty five thousand dollars, right, for the next three years, a profit. Shit, you good, because now your third year is all profit going forward. But you got to remember, too, right? That truck constantly getting old every time that wheel starts. Right. Yeah. Right. The, the actual starts. asset of the truck is depreciating, mm -hmm. um, but 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 you are able to make that liquid cash every every week, every month, every year, annually. Yeah. And then hopefully, mm -hmm. if you're in business, you're going to grow. You know, you're going to scale. Right, right, so now right. you have and, contracts. Yeah. You, it's a volume game. You add right, more right. trucks. And and you you, right, right. And, and see, that's the good thing. And I mean, it's just like we're rent houses. You know, I got a homie. You know, he got 12 different rent houses. So minimum, he $1,000 a month. And he's getting. Hello? Yeah, you just cut back. So you yeah, were saying yeah. you got a homie. Okay. You can start from there. I'll edit out the rest. Yeah. Okay. He, I got a homie that, you know, he got 12 different rent houses. $1,000 a month uh, per rent house. That's 12 Gs a month. Okay. You got, you got 12 trucks. You're doing $2,500 a month. Do the math. Uh, matter of fact, I'll just say you got you got ten trucks, twenty five hundred dollars a month. What's that about twenty five thousand? That's twenty five thousand, yeah. Twenty five thousand. You know what I'm saying? You look up, you know, you you know, and then not to mention, right? You look up one truck go down. You turn around, you still making money. Right. You know what I'm saying? You still making money. So in the truck industry, multiple trucks, having multiple trucks, that's where you really start saying it, the bulk of your money, just like in, in the actual. Uh, real estate industry, multiple houses, that's where you start seeing your money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of the things that if you ain't driving, you're trying to do this as a business on the side, right? Uh, don't go out there thinking you're going to hit a home run. I'll tell you, you know, me, I like to play worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, you can walk away with 20000 in okay. your pocket. And that's, I'm talking about, that's like, how you know, that's what the industry being, what it is right now, slow. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can right, walk right, away right. with 20000 in your pocket and you ain't got nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So shit, you got five trucks, you walk away 20 bands in your pocket, that's 100,000. Mm. In one year, you done made it. Mm. So you winning. You are winning. You know, some people, they don't shoot, you know, they they, uh, they don't shoot five strings of income. You know, shout out to Alex. I respect that dude. I respect that dude because that dude went from trucks to the portal. Now he ain't closed. I'm like, that dude, <laughs> you know, my man said it's five strings of income. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Alex is a good brother, man. Yeah. Shout out to Alex. Good energy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not even, it's five strings of income, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, that man, Alex, make a move. I even seen him talking about real estate with his boys one day. I said, look at him. Hey, that's yeah. what I'm talking about, bro. It ain't really, it ain't really just, really just him just, you know what I'm saying, touching just, just doing trucks, you know? And it's one of the things, but when people see him, because they know him, they know him from trucks, they not even really thinking about my man making money off this portal. Right. He's making money off clothes. They just thinking about, you know, trucks. the trucks. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm saying in my head, like, y'all gotta understand, you know, to get to get to to where that brother is, you 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 gotta have multiple strings of income. 
For sure. So, for sure. You know, my thing is multiple streams of income. You know, I don't, I mean, I got a nine to five, you know, and I mean, I'm there because I made really good, you know, I feel like I made really good money. And then I really enjoy what I do. Some people, they go to work every day and they piss. I really enjoy what I do. Right. You know, so not only what I do as an inspector, but what I do as far as giving back to the community. You know, yesterday, you know, I was um, seeing a young kid, 19 years old, man. He's in front of a gas station sitting there looking homeless. And he like, hey, man, can I get some, you know, some change to eat? I bring him in a gas station. Man, get whatever you want. Mm. He's just loading up on, you know, <laughs> on, on hot dogs and, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, and I buy everything, you know. Right. Like, you know, and that's that's rewarding, bro. You know, that's rewarding to me, man. But um, but yeah, that's where Truck Estate came from, man. It's about you know me. I try to be transparent. I try to be real, you know, with folks. You know, folks think one truck gonna bring you two hundred thousand. It, it bring you two hundred thousand, but you gotta understand, you gotta have a two hundred thousand dollar, you know, saying hustle. Mm. You can't have a you can't say you can't have a two hundred thousand dollar mindset, and you got a hundred thousand dollar hustle. No doubt. The grind. Your grind is on a, a scale of a hundred thousand. No your doubt. mindset is two. You're not going to, you know what I'm saying? My thing is you're not going to touch numbers that you see people that may that be out here with one truck making because, you know, if you want to go home every night to your wife, you want to sleep any, you know, you want to go home and sleep every day, you, there's, you know, truck ain't for you. Right. It right. ain't for you. You might wait, you know, me personally, if you're an owner operator, you ain't spending night in your truck. You might as well go work a company because mm. you're making exactly what that company, what a company driver made. Mm. Point blank, period. And mm. the, the bad part about it, at least at the company, you get benefits and help. You can you can probably get a four hundred one k and benefits versus right. with yourself. You ain't getting no four hundred one k. You ain't getting no benefits. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying no health benefits. So I'm like, as an owner operator, you want to go home every day, man. You might well go work for a company. They got companies out here that they pay you, you know, what I'm saying a hundred thousand dollars. You know, and give you four hundred one k and benefits. You know, my thing is, you know, a lot of people they play with the word entrepreneur. I mean, entrepreneurs is hustlers. No doubt, they hustlers, man. I've been, well, man. You've been trying to get together for what, almost what two, what two months? Or something At like least that. two months for yeah, sure. Man, when I tell you, bro, my, my, hey, my schedule is always on the go, on the right. go, on the go. And I'm like, man, I need to get out there, man. Talk, you know, talk to my guy on the podcast and and put out there the, the you know, the real of the industry because, you know, a lot, a lot of times I, you know, I know a lot of people ain't gonna 100 percent be real totally about the industry because mm-hmm. it cut into their pockets <laughs> you know what i'm saying it, it, it cut into it cut into their pockets but me on the other hand hey I, I ain't tripping right about, you know what I'm, saying? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what it is because i don't want you coming to me telling me that oh man bro i thought it was a beautiful no bro i'm this is what it is right 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 yeah this is what it is man i'm gonna give you the worst case scenario because it's one of the things i'm going under i'm a uh i'm a what word that attorneys do I'm under deliver, over under over promise under deliver. Well, yeah, under yeah. promise over deliver. Under promise over deliver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what attorneys do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Know, attorneys that come in, man, they hit you with, hey man, right. you looking at, hey, hey man, you looking at ten years. Right. Man, right. you know they're gonna show you that statue of whatever offense you committed, and show that, hey man, you facing two to ten, you got prior, so they leaning towards ten. Right. Right. That's how they gonna sell you. Right. So then you turn around. You plead a five, you feel like you win it. <laughs> right. like, man, man, I got a great ten. attorney, man. This dude got me five years. Got I had ten. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Well, he already knew you was going to get five in a game. Like, he couldn't <laughs> right, sell you. He right, couldn't right. sell you five. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. If he said, you know, he could sell you five. Because right. Because he, he had to use that concept. A hundred percent. 
hundred percent. I dig it. Me. I, I, de- I definitely dig it. I agree with you, man. Sometimes you got to do it that, man. Yeah. Psycho- psychology, bro. You know? Right. Um, so, um, you know, we had some talks, you know, before we got in the pod personally and all that. And I don't know if you're ready to kind of get into this and share this, but you said you were kind of working on some things. Um, uh, are you, I don't want to get too much into it if you're not ready to get into it, but as far no, as no, the no, one, no, the no, one stop and all that, can you get us a little bit of insight into that? Okay, man, I'm, I actually met with a couple of brothers, right? And they all in trucking, you know what I'm saying? Wives and stuff, you know what I'm saying? I mean, some of their wives are also accounting. They do taxes and stuff like that. And we're trying to do a one-stop shop. One-stop shop is basically you come through, we help you get your CDL and all that. Where if you have a desire to be an own operator, I teach you everything about the laws and all that. And then, you know what I'm saying, uh, we teach you how to work the lower board. You know what I'm saying? We teach you that basically uh, everything that you, you know, you um that, that you'll learn if you're trying to be a broker, you know, basically you gotta go, you gotta go out there, you gotta go hustle, you gotta call these, these different shippers and all that, and, you know, let them know that, hey man, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a new, tr- well, actually, a shipper ain't gonna really give you nothing, we only got one truck, you know, you go in, combination, I know a black lady, excuse me, I'm off subject, a black <laughs> lady, um, and a few, you know, of our homies, they all have two or three trucks apiece, and they all went in, under one entity, right, and making it look like they got 15 trucks. Mm. So then they went out to these shippers, and they was able to sell that I got 15 trucks. But you got this shipper sitting there almost like, you know, cartels, like, hey, man, I, if you can move X amount of weight, you know, I'll give you this, this, and that. <laughs> right, know, right, that's right, what they right, was right. doing, though. They like, right, hey, right, right. I need a minimal of 10 trucks to move this. Right. So you got 15, that's even cool, because if one go down, you got another one that can step in place. So right. I give you that contract. Person right. not gonna give you a contract when you got one truck. Your truck going. I guess what they product don't get moved. There you so go. So that's why you stuck to the low board. Oh, Yo, and and, and 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 what you said right there is a major key, man. Collaboration, right. like people. It is. People, you know, sleep on the the power of collaborating and working together. So right. I just wanted right. to stop you there because what you said was important. What what they did because they were able right. to secure a contract because they didn't have it individually, but they had the strength in numbers. Right, ahead, right. and I know countless, I know countless of truckers that's out here that have done that, man. I know a brother right now, man, he's actually, you know what I'm saying, a broker, but he went and he got with like, like, like 89 different truckers that own so many different trucks. Now it look like he owns 60 trucks as a broker. Right, right. So now he's able to go out to those particular shippers and say, hey, look, can I get that contract? I got 60 trucks right now on standby. Right. Right. And they like 60. Right. Oh, shit. Hell, yeah, yeah, you can get this. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can get this contract. But go no back, doubt. though, right? <laughs> go yeah, back yeah. to the thing we was doing. So, of course, we teach you how to get the loads and all that. If you have a desire to, you know what I'm saying, want to be an operator, we actually help you get your own truck and stuff like that. You may start off work, like, you may start off in a truck that, you know, we already own. And we can do our own and release, you know, program. Whereas, you know, saying if you have a desire that you want to become owner operator, we'll put you on there. You're responsible for everything as like an owner operator. And then gotcha. you pay, uh, yeah. And, and then all we do is make a percentage off that truck. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, you're responsible for everything. Okay. Know? And 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 so we make a percentage off that truck. Also, when it come down to like uh, taxes and all that, we got people that teaching you, you know, saying just doing your taxes correctly. Right. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, all, and then we, and then uh, we like mentors. I mean, we group of us. We on call twenty four hours a day. You know, you can call us, ask us questions. You know, saying um, about anything. You can ask us questions. Uh, you know, you know, we can actually help you and show you how to get the loans. We show you how to work the load boards. We can show you, you know, saying the bill of ladings and all that. Because you got a lot of people. Lisa, oh, I got some people been driving trucks ten years. Tell me they ain't never seen a bill of lading. 
Right. Cause they at least own somebody. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? And that person ain't showing in the bill of lady. Mm. So mm. I mean, I'm showing you that. I'm I'm telling you what to ask for. You know, no while doubt. you're out there, if you was the least owner somebody, or if you, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, I mean, we teaching everything from from when the day you walk in and you just brand new, know nothing about trucks. Right. We're going to teach you the benefit of having a drive van versus a, a reefer, or if you want to go uh, a dump trailer, you know what I'm saying? Right. And work locally, you know what I'm saying? We're going to teach you, you know what I'm saying, um, how to go out there, how to work the load boards, how to negotiate loads. You know how to look at the load board and reading and understand how much money you're making, mm. stuff like that. You know, you got some people out there, man. You look at, you know, they'll go out there and just say you're going 400 miles, right? And they paying 700. And I mean, you know, 400 miles, give it to. You. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say you're going 250 miles, right? Uh, no, 300 miles for 800 dollars, right? They think they win them. Right. So they winning. So realistically, you do the mouth, you know, saying. You do two divided by three, three hundred. That's gonna be the cost of your fuel on that trip. So I tell the person all the time: you go, you nego, you negotiate on the low boy. You always want to add at least two hundred dollars more for what you asking, okay. and then you want to add whatever your fuel cost is. Okay. So if okay. that load was going for eight hundred, you want to automatically start it at a thousand, and then you want to automatically incorporate if your fuel cost is half of just say half of four hundred, two hundred bucks, because you're going four hundred miles. You know what I'm saying? You want to ask for a minimum of $200. So you look up now and you go from $800 to $1,200 you ask for that load. You know oh. what I'm saying? They're going to they're gonna negotiate it with you. You may walk away and get that load for $1,000. You cool. That's cool because now you really walk away with $800 because they cover that $200 fuel cost. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, I mean, so we teaching all that. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Versus you going in and you not understanding. You think you went, oh, man, I'm finna, I'm finna drive, you know what I'm saying? Five, uh, three, three, you know, three and a half hours. You know, saying and, and two hundred fifty miles, it made you know eight hundred bucks. You know, saying seven hundred dollars, <laughs> they think they winning. Right? No, you ain't winning because right. now you're gonna have to pay one hundred twenty five dollars in fuel. Now that eight hundred dollars gonna get chopped down to you know seven hundred and you know six hundred seventy five dollars. Right. Right. No doubt. You walk and, and then the maintenance, the wear and tear on your truck. That's no another two hundred bucks you need to pay that truck. So now you walking away with you know saying well four hundred and seventy five dollars that you made on that trip. No doubt, and you got the brother who um teaches how to how to drive drive as well, right? The C- oh, yeah, CDL yeah, yeah, brother, yeah, yeah. so yeah, he's yeah. he's in your network as well. And and, and yeah. I don't think we mentioned this, but you in in Dallas, right? DFW, Dallas, Fort yeah. Worth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. We actually uh we uh he set up over there off of uh uh I twenty and uh Cocker Hill over there close to Abbott, right off of uh, like Westmoreland. Okay. Over in that area, you can actually see it off about twenty. It's close to like uh Oak Cliff where uh. The Red Bird Southeast Mall, you know, saying his name, Truck Guy. He's, he's my good brother, man. He's doing his thing no over doubt. there, man. People getting CDLs like crazy through this dude. But the thing is, you know, he teaches you, you go down to the DMV schedule, driving date, and, you know, saying, and then I'm telling you, and, and, and you pass it. You know, he bring me out there, man. I, I talk about DOT and also, you know, saying, talk about, you know, the pre-tripping, teaching uh, uh, parts of the truck and all that, because you got to know that stuff when you go out there. For you know, sure. Take that, take that uh, CDL test. So, you know, we just collaborating together. And one thing that, you know, we, we realize when you come together as a team, you know, just to see a whole lot better. You know, you know, five minds is, is, is more powerful than one mind. That's right. Everybody, That's right. Can, everybody can eat. Why be stingy? You know what I'm saying? Why be stingy? You know, it's one of the things that I prefer to have a team. If I'm, if I'm over, for one, I want to be on vacation. I don't want to be married. You know, you're an entrepreneur, but you're married to your job. 
Right. So I want to be able to say, Ramel, man, bro, check this out. You know, hey, man, my family finna go out of the country. Shit, you got to hold down a fork, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I, but I no want to still getting that. I want to. I want to make sure I'm still getting that deposit. Right. So I'm always. I'm always big on team, man. I, I seen going out there being selfish, and I and, and rest in peace to my pops. I'm not trying to call them selfish, but I seen, you know, my pops own businesses that he didn't teach nobody how to run. Okay. So when it came down to him when he passed away, it was like the business had to get closed down. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He didn't teach my OG nothing. He mm-hmm. didn't have no business partner. So mm-hmm. here go businesses that you didn't build where you, you know, you making, you know, two, three hundred bands a year profit that right. now gone to waste because you didn't teach nobody nothing because you were too busy, you know what I'm saying, withholding information. You're too busy worrying about it. And another man gonna step on your toes. Then not to mention, he's married to his businesses. Right. It's very seldom he, you know, he want to take a trip out of town. You look up, he literally 16, 17 hour day yeah. hanging at the car lot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, grinding. And who wanted, you know, my thing is you don't want to go from working 40 hours a week now working 80 hours a week working that's, for yourself. That's a fact. That's yeah, a fact. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's one thing, um, you know, we suffer from sometimes that scarcity mindset, man. Like it's not enough for everybody, man. But there's an abundance of, 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 of money out there. There's abundance of opportunity out there. But like you said, if, if we, we, we collaborate, put those minds together, you know, you never know what we could do, man, you know, by working man, together. You, man, we can take, man, I'm telling you, man, we can take over the industry. I know everyone, I know you probably, I know you, I know you seen that little YouTube clip of those African brothers. Yeah. They got together. The Kenyan, the Kenyan yeah, brothers. Yeah, the Kenyan boys. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Kenyan boys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look what the Kenyan boys do. Yeah. But we as black Americans, we don't do that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You look, I got a lot of Asian homies that I've done business with, and I see how they do business. They roll with each other. You know what I'm saying? They, they, it's like, it's easier for, you know what I'm saying, a, a brother, you know what I'm saying, from the hood to come up with 100,000 between three to four people versus by themselves. For sure. It's way easier. For you sure. You know, it's, it, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It is. It's just easier. So, you know, it's easy to go in business. You know, if, if I know that I'm about to, like, 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 for instance, with the real estate, I'm just like an investor. I start learning about it through my partners that know about it. You know, he built houses from the ground up in Atlanta area, the right. Georgia area. Right. You know, he, rehab, he rehab houses and stuff like that. And I mean, he, he done done a lot of work for celebrities and stuff. You know, his name, Andre Payne, shout out to my boy. He doing his thing out there in Atlanta, you know. Okay. And, um, and, you know, Andre, he'll come to me, he'll say, hey, man, closing costs on his house, 20 bands. You want in on an investment? Yeah, okay, I want in, cool, boom. Right. So you look up, I get 60% on my return. Right. When right. that property, you know, saying that property sell, I get 60% yeah. on my return. Yeah. You know, you look, you know, you look up, you know, that's roughly about 13.5 of 20 Gs. Mm. So even if it took that property a year to sell, right? I'm actually getting down there eleven to twelve hundred dollars a month on twenty thousand dollars. Right. I ain't making that with the money just sitting in the bank. Right, 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 right. And that's how I look at investments. No I'll doubt. take that. That money was on shit that's sitting in the shoebox on side of the, a savings account anyway, huh? <laughs> your investment, bro. No I doubt. No I doubt. Run about five or six of these deals a year. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Nah, yeah. man. That, 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 that's what it's about for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, man. L- listen, bro. You, you've given... Um, truck and hustle community like crazy value today like this is one of those this is one of those shows they got to rewind and rewind and take notes because i mean all the things that you mentioned is especially starting with the the dot inspection so forth and so on and then getting into the truck estate concept it's a lot man it's a lot so right, i appreciate you brother for coming on and, and 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 giving all this 
knowledge and 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 spreading spreading some of that some of that uh some of that wealth of knowledge that you have um before you go man you know i I just want you to kind of give your final words um like i always do you know whether it's some inspiration or some some just a good jewel or whatever you want to tell the community and then i want you just you know kind of let everybody know where they can connect with you and where they can reach you and then we'll close out all right um I'm on I'm on Instagram at Truck Estate, you know, T R U C K E S T A T E Truck Estate on, on IG. Uh, you know, I specialize in making sure that you stay in compliance with, you know, with DOT, you know, and auditors and stuff like that. Uh I help you keep the bag. People help you secure the bag, I'm gonna help you keep the bag. I'm gonna help you, you know what I'm saying, to keep making money because if that C V S A score is low, you ain't getting no contract. You'd be like my boy, you just missed out, you know what I'm saying? Or 40 bands in six weeks. I know he's sick right now, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, especially when, you know, he got me as a partner and he ain't even listened to stuff I usually tell him, mm. you know. And But uh, um, also, man, you know, if you're out there, man, if, you, if you're an entrepreneur, man, and you just understand, man, that the, the guys that you see out here that probably be talking about it and showing you firsthand, man, these guys don't sleep. Don't sleep, man. You know, I, I tell you my schedule. I work, you know, I done, I done and did. 40 hours in three days. In three days, you know, I went to bed at midnight. I woke up at four. I've been up since 4 a.m. Went to the, mm. went to the gym, hoop, left there, went to, went to work, made a few dollars, and ran some errands. And then I jumped on a podcast. Now I'm gonna get on the road and drive two hours to my in-laws. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, so it's like life don't stop. You know, what don't stop. And in the morning, you know, in the morning, like you know, uh, I'm gonna come back early in the morning and I'm gonna go make some more money for you know, saying for a few hours. But you know, as an entrepreneur, man, you gotta. In my in my mind, I don't I don't even like when people use their word and they ain't making at least six figures a year. Mm. You know, anybody can become an entrepreneur. All you got to do is just go out and create an LLC or a corporation. Right. I'm not even an entrepreneur. I say I'm a hustler. Until I can consistently, man, bring in, you know, two hundred. My goal is two hundred thousand a year in my sleep. Without me working, then I consider myself an entrepreneur. I'm not going to use that word if I'm making, you know, saying $10,000 a year, $20,000. I'm not doing that. Right. I'm a hustler. I, stro- I, I mean, I strive for five streams of income. Point blank, period. Yeah. That's it, man. I appreciate your time. Uh, again, holler at me. I'll help you keep your bag. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if I don't know something, I'm going to direct you to the right person. You know what I'm saying? I got a good old thing going with helping you with your taxes, uh, helping you uh, get those CDL. Uh, mentoring and coaching you. I mean, I got all that, you know what I'm saying? Show you how to work the low board, the whole nine yards. If you're out there and you're brand new, you know, uh, my thing is you can start it, but my thing is how you keep it. You know, when you get caught up the DOT, don't let that be your first time because you ain't reach out and holler at me. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's not going to be pretty for you. You know, you're going to learn. It's better to come through me without you paying a $1,000 off learning. That's a fact. You know, what I'm saying? and then messing up your CVSA score. You know, you three months in the game as a new company. Now you can turn around. You can got put. You got an out of service on your on your CVSA score, and you got a thousand dollars in tickets. Now you go and you try to book that next load. They're gonna look at that. They're gonna blame me. I'm not messing with you. Mm. And now you sitting back. Now your ability to get loads are very. It, it went down. It slammed because right. you knew you messed right. up that you, you messed up messed up that CVSA score. Listen, the information I got will help you keep that score good and own that score, the information I got. The information I got own that score. It, it, it owns you keeping that bag. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Right. 
Eric Ball, my brother, man. Thank you so much for joining me today, man. We, we really appreciate it, my brother. And I'm going to definitely make sure we stay connected and we keep on building. I told you I'm shooting out to Dallas soon, so I definitely, you, you know I definitely got to get with you. Yo, I, I got a lot of love in Dallas, bro. A, a, a lot of folks I know in Dallas, so I definitely got to get out there and connect with y'all, man. For real, for real. Shout hey, to Kiera. Shout to um, uh, Keijan Brewster. Um, you know what I'm saying? Dallas is Dallas is a spot for, for sure. Hey, look, so, look, this hey, this how sweet it is. I ain't even talked to uh a truck group guru yet. You know, we yeah. supposed to touch bases or whatnot. We didn't we didn't text or whatnot, but look, this is what we're gonna do for you. You get your plane ticket, right? Yeah, yeah. Hotel gonna be on Manhuff. <laughs> All right. Hey, I, hey, look, I ain't even. Yeah, I'm counting your money over there, Trouble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, I was money, gonna bro. say she, she rich, so that ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Chuck a Guru hey, got it like that. Hey, listen, he, hey, hey, either she paid for your food, and I'll pay the hotel. So we gonna make sure we take care of you, bro. Cause we like what you doing with this podcast, man. No doubt, man. No doubt. I appreciate y'all, man. Love is love, man. Listen, be safe out there, bro. And I and I talk to you soon, man. Thank you so much for joining me, man. Thank you. All right, my brother. I'll talk to you later. If you like what you heard, it's only going to get better. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to learn or hear more about. Till next time, love is love. Truck and hustle.